Okay, last time we looked at the Enlightenment, and uh, this time it's going to lead us into the American Revolution. Uh, and first thing I'm going to look at, as we did last time, are the big ideas. Uh, so we have three once again. First is to summarize the significance of the American Revolution. The second, explain the influence of Enlightenment ideas on the U.S. Constitution and Bill of Rights. And finally, once again, this is more of a unit big idea, is to identify the causes and consequences of major political revolutions. So with that being said, let's get started. First thing we're going to talk about is the American Revolution itself. Now this isn't U.S. history, so we're not going to go into detail really at all. But just a little background information. In April 1775 is when the uh, first shots rang out at Lexington and Concord, and it begins. And by 1776, the Second Continental Congress, which is kind of running the colonies at this time, votes to declare independence from Britain. And so what they are going to do is they're going to, uh, well, tap a fellow Virginian, a guy by the name of Thomas Jefferson, and he's going to kind of take the lead in writing the Declaration of Independence. Uh, and what Jefferson's going to do is essentially lay out all of the colonists' grievances against the king. Uh, all the things that the colonists feel that England has wronged them in, and um, lay it all out on the line and tell them why they're breaking away. And in it, he's going to mention a few big ideas. Ideas like the right to life, liberty, and property, who, if we remember from last time, came from this guy, who uh, was an Englishman, a guy by the name of John Locke. And if you remember, John Locke believed in the idea of natural rights, that just from being born, you had these rights. And the only role of government was to protect those rights, those rights to life, liberty, and property, which we more commonly now know as the right to life, liberty, and your pursuit of happiness. And so what we look at next is the overall Enlightenment influence on the American Revolution and its founding documents, the Declaration of Independence and Constitution. And I know the Articles of Confederation, if you're wondering, was in between, but we're really just going to look at these two. So the first thing we're going to look at is the phrase, alter or abolish the government. It's a phrase that Jefferson uses. Um, and if we think back to last time talking about John Locke, John Locke had the idea of the right of revolution. Essentially meaning, if the government does not uh, fulfill its role, its sole duty of protecting the people's rights to life, liberty, and property, it's the people's responsibility to overthrow that government, to get rid of it and put in a new one. Um, another big idea that's completely different for this time in the world is that the U.S. is not going to have a monarchy. They're not going to have a hereditary king, a title that's passed down through blood. Instead, they're going to elect a president. And the first president they are going to elect under the Constitution is this guy. Hopefully I don't need to put a title for him. That's George Washington. Another key idea that the Constitution of the United States is going to have is the idea of the separation of powers. Yeah. The Constitution lays out the United States as a federal system of government meaning it's 
separated by the federal and state governments. They both have powers and they both must get along and one is to not dominate the other. And that actually comes from the ideas of Montesquieu, who was in the reading last time, who was an Enlightenment thinker. Um, and then finally, um, what we're going to look at is the Bill of Rights, very briefly. And in the Bill of Rights, there are some other basic freedoms laid out um, that the, uh, the Founding Fathers believed was the rights of the people. And these are basic things you know, freedom of religion, speech, and the press. And one thing you need to remember when we talk about these things is that when they say freedom of, it means the government does not grant people these freedoms. These people inherently have these freedoms, and it's the government's job to protect them. And as I keep coming back, if we talk about this idea of altering or abolishing the government and the right of revolution, if the government is not protecting these basic freedoms, that is when this would come into effect. So looking forward to next time, we're going to look at in 1789, the U.S. adopts the Constitution, and a revolution begins in France, which is kind of inspired by the American Revolution. And that is going to spread to Latin America. And this is all coming from the ideas of liberty and equality and people fighting for that. So if we look at our big ideas, once again, we see what we're trying to look at is summarizing the significance of the American Revolution and this whole idea of world revolutions. Uh, what influence do the Enlightenment ideas have on the U.S. Constitution and Bill of Rights? And finally, what were the causes and consequences of major political revolutions at this time?